everybody and welcome back to another episode of the A-Level History Podcast. I'm your host Matthew Phillips and today we're diving into the launch of the Marshall Plan. Let's jump right in. We're going to begin by looking at the background, the motives, the causes for the creation and the launch of the Marshall Plan. In May 1947, the Under Secretary of State for Economic Affairs, William Clayton, returned from Europe and warned that failing to revive European economies would harm American markets and increase unemployment. He stressed the urgency of addressing this issue, even though his analysis was seen as exaggerated and alarmist, even at the time. At the same time, George Kennan's policy planning staff, or PPS, argued that the US aid to Europe should prioritize restoring its economic strength rather than focus on countering communism. In the spring of 1947, US Secretary of State George Marshall witnessed the devastation of Western Europe. This experience led to the launch of the Marshall Plan, which provided substantial financial assistance to Europe. While it was considered a highly unselfish act by some, including Winston Churchill, the motives behind the plan were not purely humanitarian. Economic concerns were a major driver, as a failure in European economic recovery could lead to a recession in the USA, with Europe unable to serve as a market for American goods. Additionally, there was a political dimension, as the US believed that poverty in Europe could foster communism, making a prosperous Europe less susceptible to its appeal. After the break, we'll move away from the motives and causes and look at the Marshall Plan itself. It is logical that the United States should do whatever it is able to do to assist in the return of normal economic health in the world without which there can be no political stability and no assured peace. Our policy is not directed against any country or doctrine, but against hunger, poverty, desperation and chaos. That was from the speech that Secretary of State George Marshall presented at Harvard University on the 5th of June 1947 where he unveiled the European Recovery Programme, or ERP for short. The Marshall Plan provided $13.5 billion to 16 European countries over five years. As mentioned before the break, its motives were not purely humanitarian. Economic concerns were key, as Europe's failure to recover could harm the US economy. There was also a political aspect, 
with the belief that poverty in Europe could lead to communism, making a prosperous Europe less susceptible to it. Aid recipients had to spend some of the aid on US imports and share economic information with the US. The plan aimed to benefit the American economy, promote European unity and strengthen the idea of containment in the face of the Cold War. The USA was profoundly concerned about political and economic stability in Europe, particularly in France and Italy. The French Communist Party had 1.7 million members in 1947. Continuing economic crisis could lead to a growing support for the movement, and this could result in the Soviet Union having an opening for influence, not just in Eastern Europe, but in Western Europe as well. To achieve stability, the Marshall Plan was offered to all European states, including the Soviet Union. After the break, we'll move away from the Marshall Plan and look at the Soviet response. The United States government has moved towards a direct renunciation of the principles of international collaboration and towards attempts to impose its will on other independent states, while at the same time obviously using the economic resources distributed as relief as an instrument of political pressure. An important feature of this plan is the attempt to confront the countries of Eastern Europe with a block of Western European states, including Western Germany. That was from a speech delivered to the United Nations in September 1947 by the Soviet Deputy Foreign Minister Andrei Vizhinsky. Martial aid was theoretically available to all European countries but was primarily given to Western Europe due to conditions that communist states couldn't meet without changing their systems. The conditions attached to aid included providing economic records and restoring market economies. The Soviet Union saw the Marshall Plan as ec American economic imperialism that could weaken their influence in Eastern Europe. In 1947, countries like Czechoslovakia and Hungary, that were not fully under communist control, considered accepting aid, but it would mean embracing capitalist market economies and Western capitalist influence. Stalin's decision to pressure Eastern European states to boycott the Paris Conference marked the end of his cooperation efforts with the USA. In September 1947, the Communist Information Bureau, or Cominform, was established to coordinate Communist Party policies in the satellite states and Western Europe. At the conference, the world was divided into two hostile camps, with the US-led imperialist bloc, seen as seeking to enslave Europe, 
This was the view of the Soviet Union at the time. This shift led to abandoning cooperation with moderate parties and encouraged communist parties to establish Soviet-style societies. The increased Soviet control over Eastern Europe was deemed crucial and the Marshall Plan intended to integrate Eastern European economies with the West ended up deepening the division in Europe and diminishing prospects for US-Soviet cooperation in international relations. After the break, we'll conclude our look at the launch of the Marshall Plan. Martial aid was primarily directed to Western Europe. The Soviet Union viewed the Marshall Plan as US economic imperialism, which threatened its influence in Eastern Europe. Stalin's actions, such as pressuring Eastern European states to boycott the Paris Conference and establishing common form as well, marked the end of cooperation with the USA and promoted a shift toward a more rigid communist policies in Eastern Europe. This situation increased Soviet control, but the divide between East and West, undermining the prospects of cooperation between the US and the Soviet Union. After the break, we'll wrap things up with a quick quiz. To wrap things up, let's test your knowledge with a quick quiz. Question one, what were the main motives behind the Marshall Plan? Was it A, purely humanitarian reasons? B, economic concerns and political considerations? C, military objectives to counter the Soviet Union? Or D, a desire to expand American territory in Europe? Question two, how much financial assistance did the Marshall Plan provide to European countries over five years? Was it A, $5 billion, B, $13.5 billion, C, $50 billion, or D, $100 billion? Question three, why was the Marshall Plan primarily offered to Western European countries? A, because the United States favoured Western Europe over Eastern Europe. B, due to their willingness to embrace market economies and Western capitalist influence. C, because Western Europe was less affected by World War II. Or D, to counter the influence of the Soviet Union in Western Europe. Question four, what did the Soviet Union view the Marshall Plan as? A, an initiative to promote international collaboration. B, a means to encourage communist states to cooperate with the United States. C, American economic imperialism that threatened its influence in Eastern Europe. 
or D, a program to integrate Eastern European economies with the Soviet Union. And question five, what significant action marked the end of cooperation between the Soviet Union and the USA? Was it A, the establishment of the Communist Information Bureau or Cominform after the Marshall Plan? Was it B, the signing of a peace treaty between the two countries? Was it C, the adoption of the Truman Doctrine? Or was it D, the creation of the United Nations? After the break, we'll go through the answers. Okay, it's time to go through the answers. Question one, what were the main motives behind the Marshall Plan? The answer there was B, economic concerns and political considerations. Question two, how much financial assistance did the Marshall Plan provide to European countries over five years? The answer was B, $13.5 billion. Question three, why was the Marshall Plan primarily offered to Western European countries? The answer was B, due to them being far more willing to embrace market economies and Western capitalist influence than countries that were in Eastern Europe at the time. Question four, what did the Soviet Union view the Marshall Plan as? The question there was C, American economic imperialism that threatened its influence in Eastern Europe. And question five, what significant action marks the end of cooperation between the Soviet Union and the USA? The answer there was A, the establishment of the Communist Information Bureau or Cominform after the Marshall Plan. Thank you very much for listening to today's episode of the A-Level History Podcast, where we've been looking at the launch of the Marshall Plan. If you found today's episode helpful and interesting, please make sure you go back and listen to our previous episodes on such matters as the introduction of Common Form, the Yalta Conference, the Potsdam Conference, the Truman Doctrine as well. In our next episode, we're going to be looking at US attitudes to Germany and Berlin. So we'll see you next time.